to another episode of the Breathe In Podcast, a daily devotional through the Bible to help you read and love God's Word. I'm Neil. And I'm Stephen, and today we find ourselves in 1 Peter chapter 3. And what, what to talk about? What to talk about here? Um, <laughs> There's you know, so much. There, there is. There is. But man, my hope is, is that whenever you read a text, is that, that you work on application. Yeah, we, we want to understand the text. We want to observe it. We want to try to make sure we understand what it meant. Get the right interpretation, means. yeah. But man, we, we ought to end on on like a solid application. Yeah. So if you're if you're reading, don't let your beauty consist of outward things like elaborate hairstyles and wearing of gold jewelry or fine clothes. Well, that that's what they were doing mm-hmm. in order to uh, let their beauty be outward. Yeah. You know, so what what do I do yeah. where my beauty is outward and not inward? Yeah. Or if we're reading that you know husbands live with your wives in an understanding way as with a weaker partner, showing them honor as co-heirs of grace of life so that your prayers will not be hindered. All right, husbands, you should be thinking, how do I live with my wife in yeah. an understanding way? Right. How am I showing her honor? How am I spurring on her faith? Do I know her heart? Do yeah. I, yeah. Right. Where am I not honoring do, do her? Do I know her struggles? Right. Uh, and if I know her struggles, how am I trying to come up you know, with her to yeah. help her through those? Um, so we, we always need to be looking for that specific application and we always need to be saying, how can I apply this today? Yeah. 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 I think, uh, one of the, my favorite new words, this is not a new word in general, mm-hmm. but I was reading a preaching book, but he talks about application in two areas. He talks about the general application of the text, but then he goes further in talking about implementation, right? So when we're applying a text, we want to be thinking about how do we implement this into our everyday life? How do we plan to engage it mm-hmm. uh, in the day-to-day rhythms? Yeah, um, and, and I, I really think that applying the text and applying it specifically and daily, because that's, that's how we grow in Christ. Absolutely. Like you can read this stuff, but if you're not saying this is how I'm applying it today, it very well might be water on a duck's back, which apparently it slides off. Yeah. So <laughs> I was not expecting. I was thinking like it's just knowledge and stays in your head and doesn't oh, yeah. uh, move to your heart. Yeah. But yeah, or water on a duck's back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, so it's a good, uh, what was that, illustration? Yeah. I don't know what it is. You made it sticky. It is sticky. Yeah. All right. Well, today, man, I really want to zero in on 8 through 12 okay. because this this is just one of my, um, it's one of my soapboxes. Hmm. Uh, it's this idea that we can live a good life. Yes. And we can live a life that we love. Mm. And we don't have to live a life... Or we feel like we're taking the L. Or, or yeah, like, like there's a weight on us all the time. Yeah. Uh, so that like, there can be joy, and as Jesus described it in John 10.10, 10, like yeah. they're going to be life abundant. Yeah. And in this life, not just in the life to come, but like, in this life, we right, can have that. Right now. Right now. So why don't I read 8 through 12, and then we can talk about it. Okay. Finally, all of you be like-minded and sympathetic. Love one another and be compassionate and humble, not paying back evil for evil or insult for insult, but on the contrary, giving a blessing, since you were called for this, so that you may inherit a blessing. For the one who wants to love life, and to see good days. Let him keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. Let him turn away from evil and do what is good. Let him seek peace and pursue it, because the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayer. 
but the face of the Lord is against those who do what is evil. Yeah, so here, here he says, okay, if you want to love life, if you want to see good days, what do we need to do? Hmm. Well, he starts with tongue. Oh, man. Like James 3, yeah. we talked about that a few days ago. At the end of uh, that. If anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is a perfect person, essentially. <laughs> yeah. I think that's like James 3, 2. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's just this idea that our tongue is a fire, mm. and it gets us in a world of hurt, a world of trouble. Yeah. So if we can be quick to control the tongue and try and tame the tongue, it leads to good life. Yeah, and you know, if you think about it this way, we we speak with a blessing, but we also speak with honesty. Yeah. You know, he says, "Keep you know, keep turn away from." I'm sorry, keep your lips from speaking deceit, right? Mm-hmm. So, and then he goes, "Turn away from evil and do what's good." That kind of reminds me of Romans 12. You know, okay. hate what's evil and cling to what is good. Yeah, right. Same idea here as well. Be innocent of evil. Isn't that in the Lord will put Satan underneath your feet? Yeah, I think something so. Something like that? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's somewhere in there. That might be in 16 of what I'm thinking about, though. Yeah. I think it's a different passage. Yeah, so that this idea of, so if we want to live a good life, we try and control our tongue. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we let Christ be Lord over what we say and how we say it. Uh, we're speaking what is true. Right. How often do we spin what we say yeah. to put us in the best light? We spin what we say to try to avoid conflict or avoid guilt or avoid looking bad yeah um, avoid shame yeah. avoid shame and so we're, we're conscious of this and then um, let him turn away from evil and do what is good right and so you know we we, we have these desires that lead us to evil mm. and he's saying restrain those abstain from those that's why he's talked about in chapter two abstain from the desires that wage war. Yeah, and just some quick context on that principle. I mean, if you look just a few verses ahead, right? Don't repay evil for evil or insult for insult. But instead, be like-minded, sympathetic, love one another, be compassionate and humble. You know, be a blessing. Give a blessing. Right. Right. So that that's the engaging in what is good, doing what is good. And then he says, let them seek peace and pursue it mm. because the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their prayer. And so we, we do seek to bring peace wherever we go. Yeah. Uh, and peace doesn't mean like the absence of conflict because right. we can be passive in our peace right. and just like be take, in ter- take, internally in conflict. Yeah, or, internally in conflict or, or thinking, well, if I just don't address this issue, it'll go away. It'll go away. But a, a, a peacemaker, a peacemaker kind of has to get in the weeds. Yeah. Um, what I I don't know if this is going to be the best example or not, but you think of a you think of like someone who has like a, a peacekeeper status. Yeah. Well, oftentimes peacekeeper status is like soldiers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they're yeah. they're in the mix. Yeah. They're in the conflict. Yeah. Uh, they're there trying to make peace, which yeah. once again doesn't always work that way in our world, but it's kind of the idea. Squelch evil activity, right? Yeah. So, yeah, we, you know, we were talking about this in biblical counseling training uh, with some of the members of our church uh, recently. This idea is like, what are, what's appropriate to bring up versus not, right? Mm. And one of the things that we talked about was like, if it is sin, 
we address it. The way we make peace, the way we help others to make peace is by dealing with sin. If it is, uh, you know, and then outside of that, it's like maybe it's something petty or a little offense. It's like, remember, the love love covers a multitude of wrongs, right? Yeah. Like we hope all things, right? But if it's directly sin and you're hurt or yeah. someone's hurt, uh, then we want to deal with it on the front end versus letting it fester. Well, and think about this as a progression. Think how much making peace depends on us holding our tongue, mm-hmm. not speaking deceit, right, and turning away from what's evil. If we not are turning insults, not yeah, returning, if, yeah. If we are not controlling our tongue, if we are turning towards evil, it's going to be impossible for us to make peace yeah. because we are using our tongue and using our evil desires to make war. To make war. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. So a peacemaker has control of those other two things. And I love, I love his kind of the concluding thoughts here of. Man, the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, on the ones who are striving for these things that we just talked about. And his eyes are on you. You're going to experience the good days. <laughs> You're going to love life, right? Um, his ears are open to your prayers, right? You will feel this intimacy with your God that maybe you haven't felt in a long time, yeah. you know? And But you need to understand, man, the Lord also opposes those who do evil. Yeah, opposes the proud. We'll, That's right. we'll be talking about that next chapter, I think. That's right. Or maybe the next one. Somewhere in there. It's coming. It's coming. Uh, yeah, this passage reminds me a lot of 1 John chapter 5, yeah. where he says, This is how we know that we love God's children, when we love God and obey his commands. Mm. For this is what love for God is, to keep his commandments. And his commandments are not a burden. Mm. When we think about God's commandments... They give life. So keeping our tongue, be being slow to anger and slow to speak and quick to listen, like that's a good thing. It brings blessing in our life. That's right. Uh, so man, the more the more we become like Christ, the more peaceful our our relationships can be. And what's interesting, if you think about the whole chapter here, is this comes right before he starts talking about suffering. Mm-hmm. So Peter is saying, man, we can love life and see the good days. Here's how we do it, even in the context of suffering. This mm. is the foundation, right? To carry you through whatever hard time is coming. Mm. So direct application. Let's see here. Um, control the tongue. Control your tongue. Speak with, speak with honesty and compassion and gentleness, right? Right. Reject evil whatever that looks like in your life and and do what is good yeah and, and so what remember these are general applications that you just gave and yeah. we need to make them specific that's right so how do i deceive with my speech right. how does my tongue um pursue evil or create evil yeah uh, when do i do this and how do i change that yeah so we make it we make it specific or you say you know what sinful desire is giving birth, right, to, mm-hmm. to sinful action in my life. That would be doing evil, right? So right. find that evil aspect in everybody's heart. Everybody's got it. Us too, yep, <laughs> right? 100%. And, man, reject it, repent of it, and do what is good. Do what is Christ-like. And then I think the third thing uh, we could say is, man, seek peace. Pursue peace. So think about like your relationships, think about your 
the context you're working in, where is it, where is that, all that tension exists, mm-hmm. right? Where is it rough, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And then, and then begin to think, okay, in this context, uh, this textual context, how do I now pursue this piece in these difficult relationships that mm-hmm. I may have? So there's, that's the breathe in. Do you want to breathe out in prayer? Let's do it. Heavenly Father, I pray that we would believe your word, that we would believe that we can have a good life and that good life comes from obeying you, keeping your commandments, that when we love you and keep your commandments, we, we are not burdened by them, but we experience their blessings. I, I pray, Lord, every individual in our church, Lord, can see a, 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 an increase of their love of life because of, of your word and your work in our hearts. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, guys, thanks for listening to the Breathe In podcast. We hope you were edified and encouraged today. We'll catch you next time with First Peter chapter 4.